Hello everyone and welcome to WDW Happy Hour. I am Catherine here with my fellow podcast members, Holly. Hello. Rob. Greetings. Scott. Hi there. And Matt. Hello. We have a fun episode, our first of the year. We got a little bit of news, a little bit of trip review. You know how it goes. Uh, but we're going to start... Or as... maybe it's your first episode and you don't know how it goes. All right. Well, I'll explain the first segment <laughs> very clearly. If this is your first episode, I would love to know what brought how you, you found in us at this point in our journey. That makes you sound dubious. Like, what on earth <laughs> what would you, you find appealing I am a little this? dubious. Like, if you didn't find us before now, like, what, what prompted you to stop by today? Ariana, what are you doing Maybe the self, Maybe the self-loathing is what brings up to it. Scott's like, I don't know about, I don't know why you guys like this. That's what attracts them. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, that's what we bring to the table. They're like, that's identifiable. <laughs> I, too, don't believe in myself. <laughs> so, Catherine. Sorry, Catherine. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Catherine. carry on. It's all right. It's all right. Um, so, our first segment is when we do a little mini review of a drink around the Disney World universe. Um, and we talk about it, highlight it, see what's up. And I am topping it off this week. So, Woo. I'm kicking it to myself. Uh, and... We're going to go somewhere we've never been before. Wow. This is getting rarer and rarer. I know. It, it, it is rare that we would have one we've never... And it, it makes sense. Um, and you'll, uh. you'll hear why. Um, this is from Summer House on the Lake mm -hmm. in Disney Springs. And this drink is called, for my Swifties out there, the Lavender Haze. It is aviation gin, blueberry, lavender, and lemon. Tastes very similar to the drink we like from Homecoming that has the rosemary and lemon in it. Is it the local or something like that? But it has... Yeah, I thought that was the local. Yeah, it's it's got a very similar taste. I had uh, a sip of yours. It was very good. It is very good. And I'm not a gin drinker, um, but I liked the look of it. It comes in a short square glass garnished with lemon and blueberries. I really do love a blueberry and lemon drink. Uh, it was $15 for that drink. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about our experience uh, in Summer House on the Lake in our in, when we get to our main topic, but it was very good. If you like gin, that is a drink for you. That is a very, very good drink. I literally didn't know that that was the full title of the restaurant, until, and we were there, um, until you just said it summer house on the lake I, I didn't know that i just knew it as summer house because that's how that's the shorthand well there is a it's a franchise i got so that, like so. the like i think there's a summer house santa monica there's there and this denotes the one like morimoto asia is the one in disney springs like it's not the same as another morimoto you'd go to i don't think the local has blueberry in it no is that the one with rosemary Coconut. in it Oh, well, okay. then I'm not thinking of the local. Yeah, it's something else, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's got like a, a lemony taste. We but don't want to be accused of giving Yeah, <laughs> don't don't take me off a star for that. That already happened in 2023. Um, you guys. Yeah. We never forget. <laughs> anyway. Don't let them know you read the comments. Well, we are we already well, yeah, we have we, addressed this many times. I think that was a real. If you leave a five thing. star, we actually read it. Yeah, we do read it, and if uh, you leave a bunk ass reason for why you gave two stars <laughs> off, it's dumb. 
Anyway, um, Rob, kicking it to you with the we, news. We try to boost our ratings by threatening people. <laughs> That's what this podcast is. Yeah, we want honest reviews and constructive criticism, but if you do say that we did something wrong, we will never forget it and be no, very, no, very rude no, about it. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. I don't think so, honey. No, no. That justification did not warrant the rating. You could say, I don't like them. Fine. Give us a star or two off if you don't like us. I don't care about that. But the fact that we didn't know what time park hopping ended at the other side of the coast, no, that is not a justification. Sorry. The punishment doesn't fit the crime. It's honestly like, you know, when you get a work review too, like, I'd rather just give me my five stars and then tell me all the terrible things that you hate mm-hmm. about me. Mm-hmm. But as long as I have five stars, like, I'm, I'm rolling. I'll listen. I'll listen to yeah. all of it. Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> all right. News. So, something positive. I feel like it's usually negative. Um, So, Disney said they're building a new DVC member lounge. Um, We don't know where. We don't know when. But this will be in addition to the two current lounges. The one at Epcot in the Imagination Pavilion. And the Bay Lake Tower. Um, I forget the name of it, that one. None of us have been there. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I remember you talking about that. I wonder that where it August. will go. Yeah, Is that speculation? The, no. It just says construction on a brand new Disney Vacation Club lounge will begin in 2024 at Walt Disney World. It says the new lounge will be a fun place for members to relax and recharge during their day of fun. I'm going to give, I, I'm I'm gonna give I, a guess. Oh, I was just going to say. I was yeah, gonna, you guess I first. I have an idea. I, somewhere at Disney Springs. Oh, so I was going to oh. say Animal Kingdom. Oh. Holly? See, I was going to say Magic Kingdom. I was going to say the new <laughs> Tower of the Poly. Wow. Scott? <laughs> I have no idea. Great. All right. <laughs> so we got Magic Kingdom, we got Polly, we got Animal Kingdom, I got Disney Springs. I, don't, I think I would, I would say not Animal Kingdom. <laughs> so Scott's got the rest. Doesn't have a guess. Just, I'm taking the just field. is guessing that mine is wrong. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, it's like when you make a bet for something not to happen. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like a minus 1500 (laughs) payout, but you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What's the, in craps, what is that when you're like, Uh, the no pass pass line? (laughs) That's what Scott's betting on. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so more to come on that. But just think of the joy you'll have if it is Animal Kingdom. And yeah, because can... I'm both right and and, and you're wrong. wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, <laughs> um, we got we got news that uh, the Mandalorian and Grogu are making the leap to the big screen. Ooh. Yeah, so the the movie is going to be called The Mandalorian and Groot. Uh, directed Groot. by Grogu. Oh, Grogu. Grogu. <laughs> wow, they are really yeah. GR. Uh, what? What did you say? It's a, it's a, it's a Wait, yeah, it's a morph of uh, Ga- uh, Guardians and. Uh, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even question that at this point <laughs> in the game. I fully agree. They're with just you. throwing things out there. Yeah, so I don't know how this relates to the series. Um, where this is um, like in the yeah, it's hard does, to tell because they're yeah. they're in between Mandalorian series seasons and there's supposed to be a season coming out I think in 2024 later in the year. So what that would be season four? Season, yes. Yeah. 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 Three have been broadcast or mm-hmm. debuted. So they're saying this is supposed to, filming supposed to start soon. John Favreau's directing. Um, My guess so. would it would be it would follow season four, but. 
I can't say for sure. And I mean, I, I doubt that it would be like a prequel or even in the middle of it, just because they didn't leave much. Well, the, there wouldn't be a, you couldn't do a prequel because he discovered Grogu at the beginning of the series. So I mean, you could kind of do where he came from. I guess. Because you don't know that. That's always kind of a, like Grogu, that is. I think this is a smart decision. I think they'll make a ton of money on this. Is But is it just a case of they're out of ideas and it's like, oh, let's go to the well of, we know this story. Yeah, people I mean, like I, think, story. I think that's part of it, but I think it will make a ton of money because yeah. people love it. Yeah, and people are, and, you know, um, blockbuster movies are becoming extremely profitable again, as we see from the last year with how much money things like Barbie made. Yeah, I, I'm skeptical. I think people are just being conditioned to wait for stuff on streaming. And they, I mean, I'm loud. I, I haven't been to a movie since COVID, before COVID. So, yeah. Not that I was a big movie goer to begin with, but I just think. Unless it's something that you know you're not going to be able to see for, like, a year on streaming. Yeah. Like, I just wait, but... Everyone in, in at this table is of that mindset, and so I'm I'm usually, like, in my echo chamber about that, of being like, no one goes to the movies anymore, but then I see... Yeah. I, then right, I see, like, right. the year-end tallies on, like, Box Office Mojo, and I'm like, oh, a lot of people go to the movies, so it's just, like... I think there's also a few series that would get me out to a movie theater. It used to be Marvel would do that, but then they kind of oversaturated it with Marvel. Star Wars still would, Harry Potter probably still would, although I haven't seen the Fantastic Beasts ones in the theater. I don't know. Me neither, or at all. I saw the first one, but not in the theater. Same. I don't even remember the last time. I mean, Catherine, do you remember the last movie we saw in the movie theater? Oh, I think the last movie you saw in the movie theater was The Last Jedi. No. Yeah. Yeah, you guys went together. When when was that? I mean, (laughs) twenty eighteen. I think it was twenty eighteen. Wait, did did we see Rogue One in the movie theater? Yeah, but that was pre. That was before. Yeah. But there, I mean, there again, you're naming Star Wars movies, and those are ones that you saw in the theater. Whether or not you would do it again, I don't know. We didn't see Rise of. Or whatever the the third Rise one of Skywalker. Did no. you see that in the movie theater? Nope. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wild. I I did see that one in the theater. But... Yeah. Well. Anywho. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we got the dates for this year's Flower and Garden Festival. I feel like we, all these things just run into one another. Mm-hmm. Um. You so bet. this year's festival will only be ninety days as opposed <laughs> to last year's one twenty. So the dates are February twenty eighth through May 27th. To give you an example, last year's was, that seems like, wait, last year's was March 1st through July 5th. That seems yeah. like more than 100, 120 days, right? No, I guess that's no, 30. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, much shorter. I'll be down there for mm-hmm. the opening day. Yeah. We're gonna, we're I taking would, a late I, flight out that day too, you? so we're gonna go. Oh my gosh. Nice. With all I them. don't know if I envy you in those lines. I, feel I like know. That's well, all the I think, well, I think all the yeah, they go though as soon as it opens. I think if you're going in the evening, I I think it dies down I, a little bit. I think because most, okay. most of it's merciless, whatever. Yeah, you know, it's the last day we're down there. So. Yeah, if you just dedicate. That. Oh, that. Wait, wait, it's the last day you're down it, there. We're we're going down twenty fourth to the twenty eighth. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, I misunderstood you then. It the last day, the last yeah, day of his the trip, last day that he's will there. be the first day of the festival. Yeah, this is a quick turnaround because the Arts Fest ends February nineteenth, so I'm sure 
uh, they 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 show that they're gonna have a. a this is where I must have got Groot from a Groot uh, topiary. <laughs> yes, it, it does look pretty interesting. Look I don't cute. know if you guys yeah. saw. Aww. That, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> picture. That's cool. I guess that'll. I wonder if they'll put that over by Guardians somewhere. That would make sense. You yeah. would think. I don't but, know. I can see it going in like the middle, like in between Mexico and Canada. Just, yeah, where they like always do like special, the big. Like if that's a uh, special one, we'll put that yeah. in the middle. That's where they always do like the big art pieces, like the statement pieces. We got the uh, group. <laughs> yep. We got the Garden Rocks concert series. Oh, I always Ooh. love these. Yeah, hit us. And then um, the outdoor kitchens. We we don't have any details on Menus. you know. It just says returning favorites include chicken and waffles um, at the Honey Bistro, the Muffalata Pinata. <laughs> you gotta whack it. That is, Why? it is, it gets everywhere. Wow. Hope you like olives the all over here. Oh. Okay. And then, uh. Oh, the, panini, that's an interesting, <laughs> it's hot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Raining down on here. That's at Magnolia Terrace. That's the so that's US America one, yeah. And we'll, we'll stick with like the Creole yeah. vibe. Because that was changing every year, right? Like, weren't we having like. I mean, like, Until it, it wasn't like, always... I know they had the gumbo, because I like to get the... It's gumbo, right? Not yeah. jambalaya. It's I, gumbo, I'm almost positive. I don't even know the difference between the two, so... Gumbo is more stewish, jambalaya's like rice, okay. but with, like, sausage and shrimp and Got stuff. It. They're both delicious. I love both of them, but... Um, chocolate whiskey cake at Northern Bloom. I don't know, is that good. a popular thing? I don't Do remember you, that, though. It seems good to me. Sounds they're, good. They're, they're saying this is returning favorites <laughs> yeah, in the little... Yeah blurbs they did chocolate whiskey i don't uh, it seems like that'd be something you would i Scott, it does but i don't recall having had it yeah. yeah they're gonna have two scavenger hunts this year spike the bee um <laughs> and then a, the an easter themed <laughs> one <laughs> not spike the bee. <laughs> spike spike's polynesia <laughs> polynesia <laughs> oh lord wow, back to bed. you're struggling yeah, you just do. call it a day <laughs> I know it's, right. it's only You're like right. 10, 15. If this is your think... first episode, this is Rob. Yeah. Way off his game. <laughs> oh, I, love I don't it. know how I'm enjoying I'm this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what did you mean to say? Pollination. Oh, uh, yes, that makes more sense. It's definitely not Polynesian. <laughs> I mean, it could be Polynesian. Yeah. Spike's going on holiday, baby. <laughs> He's going to see a volcano. <laughs> They're moving the festival over to the Polynesian. Um, they're bringing back the Butterfly Garden and Playgrounds. My dad oh. loves the butterfly garden. The butterfly garden is really nice. cool. Yeah. I love that. There's not, I mean, is it not magical if a the beautiful monarch butterfly lands on the tip of your nose? Does that happen to you? <laughs> you didn't get tip and I think. Never like, tip and nose. It's definitely landed on me, <laughs> but you know, um, boy can dream. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. So I'm sure we'll, t we'll discuss the menus Menu, once yeah. they. Do you I, happen to have the Garden Rocks thing up? I'm, you don't have to I, go through all of them, but I'm, no, I always I like to see the, the um, new. Let me see here. Oh, here, full perf full list. Hold on. Yeah, I always I always like to see who's who's new. They usually return people. Yeah, oh yeah, it's a lot frequently. of. And Garden Let's, Rocks is like the the lesser of the. I mean, Eat to the Beat is. I feel like you get larger groups. Yeah. We got uh, Richard Marks. Oh yeah, he's uh, new. March third and fourth. It, it doesn't. Usually, yeah, it doesn't list who's new. Um, Rick Springfield, March tenth and eleventh. The Commodores. Oh, that's uh, cool. I'm into that. Uh, Pointer Sisters. Yeah. Um, 
A Flock of Seagulls, oh, Plain White Tees, Herman's Hermits, <laughs> uh, Simple Plan, The Spinners. Lit. Oh, the spinners. The spinners is, is, that lit, is lit new? They, Ooh, they seem a little hard for It's uh, lit. <laughs> if, if lit's who I'm thinking of, like the 90s punkish band. Yeah, well, I right? mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. both of their biggest songs. Picture, right? What? No, that's filter. Oh, no, shoot. lit is my own worst enemy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good and one miserable oh yeah both of which both of those songs not nsfw not safe for disney oh they'll they'll have to censor them yeah that's true so or they won't play them the first the first one is the vibe but it's v y no thank you what is that i have no idea no clue the vib <laughs> that's the vib you know, sometimes if you don't know them, well, they, it's like a good cover band, which yeah, I really enjoy. Yeah. I love a good cover band. Yeah, like I can't imagine that Funkified isn't just a, a cover band that does... I think during the week they get less... And no. they try to stock it on the weekend. I, I think so, but... Funkified seems like something I'd be into. Because Rick Springfield, I think that's Saturday and Sunday, the third and fourth, if I'm not mistaken. So, well, yeah. Yeah, vibrant takes from 60s R&B and unique spins on classics to vibrant takes on favorites from the 90s. That's what the vibes. Oh, that's so what the vibes. Totally just to. to cover. Yeah, that. that's, that's vibrant. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Yeah, something you could sing along to. Yeah. Great. All right. Um Thanks. and then lastly, uh, we'll pour one out for Big River Grill and oh, Brewing boy. Works. Wait, that would have been a good one to get the whole name Grill and Brewing Works. So today, if you're listening to this, the 21st of January uh, is the last day of operations for the Disney's Boardwalk Resort restaurant. Did you happen to see that um, the uh, the letter that went out to employees of Big River had leaked online, and that's like what had um, at least that's what I saw like that on Reddit. <laughs> that's how it it broke because someone. At Big River, I guess, took a picture of the... It was very cold. I, I did not. If, um, I'd be... I, if that was how I found out that I was losing my job, I wouldn't be happy about it. But regardless. Yeah, it says no word on a replacement. Um, I don't know if this is a case of that because it's obviously a third party. It doesn't say who owns it or what like company or anything. Uh, but... It does. I don't. I wonder if it's Disney saying go or they just couldn't make money. I, that is I, a sucky restaurant. Yeah, it's not like, great. They, they could do so much better for that real estate. It did say they're bringing food trucks as a, um, additional lunch options at the boardwalk. That's smart. So that'll be interesting. Will they just drive up on the boardwalk? Yeah, I, guess I would they guess could. so. Yeah. 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 Why not? Yeah. Catherine, you want to? Uh, do you want to share our uh, Big River story, or do we not? Yeah, no, like, I'm happy that, I mean, if we've ever kind of alluded to the fact <laughs> that we do something shady when we park at Epcot or Hollywood Studios. How, how um, long would you say we've been doing this? Years. <laughs> Pre-pandemic, years. It's most, this is, like, the biggest life hack in the world, is Big River Girl is on open table, which requires no advanced cancellation so you can literally cancel it a minute before <laughs> your reservation and you don't have to have your credit like, like yeah your credit no card credit card information down, isn't in there nothing. so 
Um, but we would always just make a reservation for Big River Grill and then park at the boardwalk and then cancel. So this will be sad. And I hope there's something that replaces it that we can do something similarly. But is there anything else that's on open table? Is Shula's on open, open table? Yeah, but but you mm. got to get validation to park at the Swan and Dolphin. So yeah. there's yeah. nothing else that's like in the... I'm going to use a Rob term, a the boardwalk vector that would be on open table. Yeah, the beauty of this was, and it's funny because as annual pass holders, we could have parked at Epcot or, you know, uh, or Hollywood Studios, but it was the days that, like, we planned on kind of bopping around, like, in that general area, and so we would, I got them to make a, a Big River Grill uh, reservation, We'd pull up to the boardwalk, show the reservation. Catherine would cancel it before we even got into the parking spot. No, no negative uh, effect on us. And we would park at the boardwalk, which is like the perfect walking distance between those two. Oh, parks. absolutely. Yeah. I'm looking at a picture they have of, on the, in the news article. And I'm like, they never like improved that place, at least in the years we've been. It feels like an early 2000s when brew pubs weren't as prevalent right but now like every every town every has, town has yeah. multiples and it's just i don't it think seems they, like they marketed it right yeah, and I like agree. i like the the interior wasn't the best the food wasn't great yeah the food you can tell how much time we spend around that crescent lake that we never went there. Like, what does that tell right. you? That that was just never somewhere yeah, we would even consider. They should have been putting out a specialty beer all the time and saying, like... The only like, brew- brewed on Disney property. Yeah, and... and um, But, like, have a sign out there. Like, if, if there was... I mean, we drank enough beer that if there was something interesting there, we would have been like, oh, let's go try that. Yeah, right. But, Did they have a bar in there? It might have been a little but, one. Oh, yeah, the, the, yeah, there's seating at a bar. Oh, okay. Oh, you interesting. Know, yeah. They make that on, look really nice in yeah, that I know, picture. Really, yeah. <laughs> they use the wide-angle lens. You know you know what also makes our open table scheme feel even <laughs> like even more of a victimless crime is the fact that like no one was ever in there. So it's not like we were we <laughs> would make these reservations and like people are like lined up outside, like I can't get a table. Like, no, there's like there is like a full restaurant of open tables <laughs> at any given time. Probably why I closed. Yeah. So we're, yeah. you know. Hopefully something else goes in there that we can continue this legacy of I mean, honestly, it was good of you parking. to cancel it if you didn't have to cancel That's it That's true. All. We opened it for someone else. Like Conscious you know. is clean. <laughs> yeah, right. No guilt. No guilt. Anyway. Does that- something like CityWorks make an extension there? Oh, that would be cool. Because you don't have ESPN Club anymore there to is watch games and that stuff. You're missing bar, that. Like yeah. the casual bar. Where yeah. Well, you know, that that came up two years ago when I was down there and we wanted to watch the Super Bowl. And, like, there's not, if you're at the Swan or the Dolphin or the Boardwalk, there's not, like, a really good sports bar place yeah, right? around there anymore. We ended up watching it up at uh, the. Bellevue. The lounge, Bellevue. I lounge. was gonna say that is that is. I see a lot of people end up going there, and even that, it's like not. It's a tiny little nook, but like when we were there last, um, I saw a a couple of of people who were trying to watch like the Ravens game or something, and we're like, can we put on the TV there? And they're like, oh yeah, I guess like whatever. <laughs> but like yeah, there there really is a 
a place missing since ESPN Club left. Just a pla- a casual bar. Yeah, because where- he, like you could watch it at Finn's over at the Dolphin, but it's so noisy in the oh, Dolphin yeah. lobby. Oh, yeah. That- oh, yeah. That's not oh, good of you to use the real word. I was like, what is Finn's? Now I remember. <laughs> and Alan up. Compass is not suited for no. watching a game. No, that's way Do they more even have TVs in there? They do. Oh, yeah. interesting. I that's just not the vibe. Too fancy. Too fan. Mm-hmm. Too fans. Too schmans. Yeah. So get on it, Disney. Yeah. All right. Is that that's it that's for the it? news, Rob? Okay. Uh, so Matt and I were just down in Florida like two weeks ago. I'm going to preface this with just a little story time because this poll last month has been a little bit different for me. Um, I was diagnosed with celiac disease at the beginning of December. Um, I know I kind of said I didn't want any sick trips to Disney last year, and I think I still kind of did. Um, and we figured it out. So hopefully this year is really the year of no sick trips because my stomach, throat, all of it was just absolutely torn up for what I think was the last two years. If you've been following this podcast, (laughs) starting with me passing out and hitting my head on a stump in the lobby of homecoming and then throwing up in the homecoming. So, um, Hopefully we have that figured out now, but what that means is I will never ever be able to have a biscuit at homecoming as as well as any of their fried chicken. Um, so I was excited to go because Disney is one of the best places to go if you have any sort of allergy or food intolerance issue. Um, because really the month of December, I don't think we went out to dinner really once. So like my first dining out experience with this condition was done in Disney World. Um, so I was really excited because I've only heard like really good things. And I'd say overall, it was a really good experience. Um, we went to the Boathouse. We started off pretty strong there. Um, that was our first stop on Disney property. Um, I was still able to get the filet sliders. They have a, one of their huge burger buns. They just cut it in half, and then those are your mm. that's your bread. Gluten free, obviously. Yeah, gluten free. Um, and then uh, no more fries though, because they share a fryer. So I figured if I was talking to the chef. Uh, I shouldn't really be like, I'm okay with the fries, even if they're cross-contaminated, because right now I'm not super worried about cross-contamination. Maybe I will be this time next year, but right now I probably still have a little gluten in my system, so I'm willing to keep up my tolerance a little bit. Um, But anyway, uh, so this trip was a little different. If you hear me talking about weird menu items, like I feel like this is a life-altering thing. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it is. not good because I love beer. I <laughs> love beer. I'm never going to have a Cronenberg Blanc again in oh, Epcot. And, and pizza. And pizza. Like, no. I mean, you can still have some pizzas. It's just not as good. So I was really on the hunt um, for gluten-free beer in, in Disney. Like, that was my number one. Um, if any of our listeners are gluten-free and have gone to Disney, please send me your favorite recommendations. I will try them. I am desperate to drink a beer around Epcot. And I know in some of the festivals, they've had Glutenberg, which is a, like, pretty popular gluten-free beer. Um, so just send your recommendations my way, because I am really looking forward to trying everything i would extend that out to just i mean yeah if you're if any of our listeners are celiac or gluten tolerant yeah of course like reach out because it'd be helpful for Catherine. but um any other kind of dietary restrictions or um um 
like anything in that vein, reach out, tell us like what your experiences have been good, bad or, or otherwise. Cause I'd, I'd love to hear it, especially now that we've got, we've got a, a, uh, a, a problem with a one, <laughs> one on the team. Yeah. One on the team. <laughs> so if you, you know, we're going to, Matt and I had like two, like new dining experiences on this trip that we're going to talk about. And I'll kind of like, talk a little bit about how the gluten of it all was handled <laughs> um so um matt do you want to and do you want to start off with so uh, let me let me start this journey by we ate lunch at the boathouse um the service was not exactly what i expect i didn't know what to expect and like the manager came over and like kind of like was like okay and i was like no no, no. like what do i do i order with you like was not like here's what we I, can do. I think she like assumed that I had been gluten free forever, but this was literally like my first like... time in a restaurant, <laughs> and I'm like, no, please, like just explain to me. I've never. Yeah, I, she was kind of assuming that there was some shorthand. Like you've been you you've but had you, celiac yeah. for a while, so you get it. And she was like, so what are you thinking about? Whereas you wanted her to be like, like this is what we can do. Here is all the things yeah, that you can right. have. Uh, and so. no, this is not a Disney restaurant, so. This is not how Disney handles it. I'll say so that. So their menu is less informative? But they don't have... They don't have a separate allergy menu. Disney has separate menus yeah. that you get if you have some sort of intolerance hmm. um, where they do not. So they don't have like a red-lined menu. Their manager gotcha. comes out and talks to you and okay. basically says, here are the things that like we could do. But they want you to tell them... What I'm thinking about this, but yeah, how can you... Yeah, how can you alter this? Gotcha. And then they go off... Yeah. Cuz cuz like I was I was sure I wanted the fillet sliders cuz I thought even if I can't have a bun, I'll right. I'll take them. Yeah. Great deal. Just put two more fillets <laughs> yeah. on the outside. Right. Just make the the bun more fillets. <laughs> what was the KFC the double Oh, the double stacker. Double stacker. Yeah. Oh, double down, I think. <laughs> yeah. Double down, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it was just uh, that was kind of an odd experience for the first time, but yeah. um then the next day we I wouldn't made, say it was like bad. It no, was just No, it was like, just it was just it was just not like I was expecting like the Disney like oh this is going to be the best of the best and it, it I I wouldn't have given them a five star review, um, but anyhow, so the next day we had real reservations at Flying Fish. This um, one's this one's funny like because you know it's piggybacking off of our thing about Big River and it just being down the uh, down the walk so yeah. to speak. Um, We've had reservations at, and this isn't like us trying to like pull a fast one, like we were with Big River Grill. <laughs> no, we've we've had reservations at Flying Fish over the years so many times. I'd say upwards of like five times. Yeah. And for one reason or another, like either like we're like ah, it seems a little that fancy. That reason being the festivals and we're too full. Like that's yeah. what it is. Is like we go to Epcot and then we're like, well, we're, we're and not also you're for not. A, like historically you're not a huge seafood person i am but you're not as much and so like we've never kept our reservation and this time we were um we had a reservation for three with our friend josh and um we were like we are keeping this reservation this time we are going to actually <laughs> see it through so what yeah. was your impression of flying fish after all these all this time i loved it and I'm upset that this is the first time I have gone. Um, I had a filet and it was beautiful over risotto. Beautiful, like comparable to the filet I would get at La Cellier. Very, very good. Um, 
the, I guess the biggest revelation is that they have a bar in there. I had no idea. I have walked past <laughs> that over a hundred times, at least. They have a bar, it's set very far in the back. It's hard to see from the outside, but the whole time we were sitting there, there were at least four or five slots open on the bar. So like, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like a lot of people know about it. Their drink menu is really good, really good. Mm. Um, had a great espresso martini there that was specifically yeah. on the menu. Um, it was it was really 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 good. But talk about what you got because that seems to be like the signature oh, dish. Yeah, um, it was the oh my god, I'm gonna say snapper. Yes, it was the um, oh my god, what it potato crusted or is it? Yeah, um, like picture. Um, what is what is that called? Uh, Why don't I when just you have the beef and the called. puff pastry? Why can't I think of the uh, word? Beef Wellington. Beef Wellington. Picture beef Wellington, but with a fish and potato as the puff pastry. It's oh like fried crispy potato, like almost like scallop the whole thing. Like, oh, wow. or it's not like the whole. It you don't like. There's no waste. To there's the no fish. head. Yeah, no. Like it's the <laughs> like, but it covers the entire like a whole fillet. fillet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The potato wrapped red snapper. That's what it was. Yeah. And yeah, it was, that's their signature dish. And I'm, I'm glad I got it. That was absolutely delicious. Um, and our, so as Catherine said, there is a bar back there and that's actually where we were sat. We were sat at one of the tables that are kind of on the uh, perimeter of the bar there. And our waiter, our server was actually um, tending bar as well. And he was great. Uh, Do you remember his name? Randy Austin. Those are two very different names. Randy Austin. Sounds like a great wrestler. It was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, and Catherine, do you want to um, do you want to um, talk about your experience there um, as a in kind of comparison yeah, yeah, yeah. to uh, so so uh, you tell them you have a celiac and they will give you a separate menu. It has every. It has the, it's the same menu, but under each item, everything is breaded about like what you can't or like this is good for like dairy free gluten free and then it it lists everything separately so i'm assuming you put it on your men on on your reservation I, did they acknowledge that when you checked in or anything um so did you even have did I you have the diagnosis, when, you the made diagnosis the reservation? when i made the reservation uh, but when i went okay. up to the hostess she asked about allergies yeah. and i said that okay. i can't do gluten um so it was great. Also, they make their own gluten-free bread mm. in the back, and it was phenomenal. And they were like, we bake it fresh, so yours will take a little bit longer. But it was hot, delicious. It was so, 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 Oh, yeah, so we didn't good. mention that at um, Boathouse, where, like, there are those, like, um, really the thick Parker like, House Parker House rolls. Oh, yeah. Like, they basically were just like, oh, you're gluten-free? And they just basically brought out the Parker House rolls and put them in front of me, and they were like... <laughs> Pointing to Catherine, like you can't have those, and yeah. she's like, "I know." Yeah, I'm like, yeah, thanks. They didn't have an alternative for. So that? I read online that they do, but I was not, not for us. I was not offered that. <laughs> huh. So, because I was like, "Oh, that'd be good. I could yeah. like actually have like a roll before dinner, whatever." It remains to be seen. They did say they do have a way to do the lobster roll. Oh. So that would be yeah, that is something I will be trying I next, do like but the I had I really had my mindset on the fillet so I was very into that. I'm curious what their gluten-free variant of the lobster roll looks like. So. She said that in the crab cake they can do gluten-free too. So, 
Anyway. But back to but I'll be flying back fish. Um, yeah, no, I mean... Overall experience was great. Food, really, Food, really drink, good. service. Yeah, yeah. A attentiveness plus. with your, you know, with dietary restrictions and yeah. stuff. Like, it was... Yeah. Prices are like comparable to. Uh, it's expensive. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think mine. I think mine was like fifty five dollars. Okay. I mean, it's dollars. What was the place that we did paces? Was that flying fish? No, we've oh, never been oh, there. Oh, paddlefish. Paddlefish. Yeah. yeah, different fish, different Golly kind of fish. Days. Yeah, flying flying fish is on the boardwalk. Paddlefish is. In oh, right, right, in the boat. right. right. Yeah. That's why I'm confused. Paddlefish. I was in my head was over was thinking boathouse. Fulton's crap. Yeah, Fulton's. Um, so then after dinner, we weren't too comatose that we were able to walk into Epcot. Um, and we, um, we went to the front to see what it was all about. Um, and do you want to talk about it? (laughs) Um, sure. Uh, So what is that area called? World Celebration. Obviously. Yes. Yes, We did a, we, we celebrated the world. (laughs) We just walked around. There were a lot of... And, like, it's fun. Like, there's a bunch of, like, interestingly lit sitting areas and nooks with, you know, um, pretty greenery and whatever. Like, it's fine. Like, it, it, it doesn't look like the future or the past. It doesn't look groundbreaking. It's not. It's not anything that I would even think twice about, like... If I wasn't, like, going there to kind of be, uh, I don't know, critiquing the design, you know? Like, but if if I were just going there casually, I wouldn't think anything about it from, like, a design perspective. It's perfectly, it's fine, it's not intrusive, it's not, like, controversial. It's whatever. You know, like... It, it's tough because we're looking at it under the, like... Um, and that's 97% of the people that probably walked through there. Yeah. Right, but we're looking at it under the microscope of did this need to be done at all? Knowing how much money right. and time it took for this redesign. So it's kind of an unfair, <laughs> you right. know, like, uh, scope. Here's, here's the, the counter to that, though. Epcot is a park that has a limited amount of space uh-huh. and shouldn't every bit of space in that park be used to the best of its, I don't know, ability. Like, that just seems like a dead use of space now. No, I I disagree with that. Yeah, I disagree. Um, I I will tell you, from the photos I saw, I think it feels very different when you're there. Um, It's a lot bigger than I thought. Because I was thinking, okay, like, you've got this, like, planter, essentially, in the middle I, I did not have enough perspective to see how big it was. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of nooks and crannies. Like, I don't, we walked around for maybe 10, 15 minutes. I don't think we saw everything there was to see. And I will tell you that this will be valuable to us, our group of friends, how we travel, um, if they put festival booths near this. Because mm. this will be, like... We were touring, I, I know you already said his name on the podcast, so I'm going to repeat it. We were touring with our friend Josh, who was like, these are the same tables that you guys sit at all the time in America, only they're nicer. And they're like more private, that you're like not going to have kids screaming and that you kind of have like your own little alcove. Like there's... In, in many cases, shaded. Um, yeah, but we also, we were there at night. Yeah. So so in the at 12 noon in the middle of July, I'm not going to say I'm speaking for that. <laughs> yeah. But we were there on a very cool night. 
Um, they have like Adirondack chairs. They have charging ports. It felt it felt very different to me in person than it did in the pictures. I think it does feel like it opens up the space a bit. I do too. Like it makes it just yeah, and I think that was one of the design principles to make it feel more kind of like. Also, I open. didn't realize they're doing shows on Spaceship Earth that like correspond with it. I didn't realize that like they have like little music cues that like spaceship earth lights up to match the lights on the ground and the music you're hearing um so that was that um and then yeah it's fine yeah <laughs> and then we saw lumen us the story of us symphony of us symphony of oh. us symphony of us luminous the story the symphony of <laughs> you, us you just want to say the story i will say this was not crowded like i don't know if it just happened to be oh it was marathon weekend so maybe all the runners were asleep but like this was, <laughs> that there does was happen. no one. Was it Saturday night? Yeah, it this would have been Saturday the night, night before the marathon. There was no one in Epcot. Right. Like yeah. it was, we got a railing spot right in Morocco with the table, beautiful, yeah. not obstructed view. I I feel like I, I want you to go first because I'm looking at my notes from the show and they're they're so they're so negative. There's a through line of how life is like music and that's what the whole show is about the life is like music um is there narration yes there is okay. narration and it left no impact on me <laughs> and i don't mean that in a good way or a bad way i am just fully neutral sure. i walked out of there like no different like not having like oh that was awesome this new thing that was so cool like it was it was fine, but this is not one that I will ever be like, we have to stop and watch this, ever. I will never, ever, ever do that. Like, at the end of the night, <laughs> if we're sitting there, sure, I'll watch it, but I am never planning around this, ever. So, uh, this is coming from someone who does a lot of guided meditations. The voiceover narration kind of gives that vibe. It's very, like, new agey, <laughs> like, when we're born. We awaken to the raw noise of Mother Earth. And you're like, but like, you know, when I'm like in that space of like, you know, of meditating, like there, there's like a, a headspace that I'm in. I wasn't prepared for being in that headspace. So it was jarring and I just didn't expect it to be that vibe. Um, yeah, I just, I didn't, I think that one of the biggest things that, you know, impact the the success of a nighttime spectacular is the music. Like the, the soundtrack has to hit. That's like my, I think that every single nighttime spectacular that I love, and I have like a really particular fondness for, and I, I've said on this podcast a million times, the best nighttime spectacular they've ever done is over on the West Coast, and that was Disneyland Forever. That Nighttime Spectacular was the best they've ever done. They have yet to, in my eyes, surpass that. And it's because like the music and the visuals just complemented each other perfectly. It was it was just awesome. And this one, it was just like it was a mix of um, original music, which I was not. I was not a fan of the the original songs or like even the score. I didn't. I did not think it was super. I mean, the bottom line is I didn't think it was memorable in any way. <laughs> but I can only really remember two Disney songs from this. Wow. Like, there's nothing about this. I'm like, oh yeah, they use that song. Really. There's a very sad moment 
and they mix two songs together. And that was the most memorable part of that for me. Like it really is like, they are going for tears. We want you to cry. We want you to think about death. That is what they're going <laughs> for. And they're using two very emotional Disney songs blended yeah, they even, together. I, I forget what the narrative is at that part. Sometimes but it's like, the music stops. Yeah, like that's what they. It's say. very. They're very obvious metaphors about the music um, par being parallel to the human condition via life to death. Yeah, and yeah, this is that part. And but that was the only part of the show that I felt was super memorable as far as the soundtrack. And I'm not going to say the the songs that they use, but it's a medley of, of two songs that they put together, two Pixar songs, that's all I'll say. And I thought that was really well done. That was like one of the only bright spots I felt of the show. Otherwise, I just thought Matt it was... Matt loves the part about death. Yeah, <laughs> You're I love... like, this is the bright spot. This is really picking the me up right The only bright now. spot I liked was the part <laughs> where they talked about how every, the only thing that's true in this life is that we someday all die. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, yeah, sure. With and, that I was, attitude. and I was just like, yeah, looking around like, yeah, right, guys? It's rules. <laughs> Kids, this is great, right? You yeah. get the metaphor. Yeah. yeah so. You want to think about mortality, right? <laughs> I know, I'm nudging the six-year-old next to me. What? <laughs> Where's Mickey? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I didn't love it. Cal yeah, no, I, I didn't love it either. It was just non-memorable. I didn't hate it, but I did not love it. I actually... Harmonious was a better show. I mean, as far as like yeah. the music and the even with the barge, I would say that like mm, I, I hate no, that. I hate to I say it. I hate um, if I'm just evaluating it from the show perspective and not the impact that it has on the um, world showcase being like such an obstructive eyesore. If I'm just evaluating it, which show is better, Harmonious? is above and beyond a better show than Harmonious was, was good with the music. I don't know that it even needed the bar. No, it didn't. You no. could have just done it with fireworks and stuff. It would have been no. fine. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think that would have been better than what they have now, but... Anything else on Lumen Us, the Symphony of Us? No. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i curious uh, what our listeners think. How long do you think Did you love last? it? Did you hate it? Yeah, you that's know, a good one. I think it a lot. I think it's very, like, whatever. I mean, like, Epcot Forever was also... What I like, I like Epcot Forever more than most people. But uh, like, I think that that could just be the new nighttime spectacular they have there for a while. At least a year. <laughs> no, it'll be it'll last longer than Harmonious, I think. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Yeah. They're putting a lot of eggs in the basket of this composer. I'm blank. Yeah. Indian name. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't seem people aren't. Like too even moved by like what he's like putting what out. happily I don't, I don't. ever after. Like you just you're Disney. You have every Disney song ever at your disposal. Like make a good mashup. People <laughs> love happily ever after. Like even like the like Epcot Forever and everything that uses the Disney uh, IP is. This is one time I I really love IP is in the music. Well, it you know doesn't what? take a lot to look around and see what people are jamming to when like when you were listening to Harmonious, people love love some of those songs. Yeah. Like there there were parts of that show that people were really getting into. Like, yeah, the Coco part was fantastic. Yeah, you yeah. know what composer they should tap for a nighttime spectacular? And I just thought of it. Um, uh, the guy who does uh, Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett, Ludwig Göransson. 
That's uh, pretty intense. I mean, but like, it's an awesome. It goes hard. It does go hard. Get that. You're guy. really trying to get the illuminations feel back with that. Well, I mean, it's like. It, oh, I should be so lucky. Uh, yeah, really. It's it's intense and cool. It doesn't mean it has to be like that, like dark sounding, but like just like the. Um, I mean, that guy can. That guy can do a musical composition. Yeah. Hey, the world is changing. Epcot needs to change with it. <laughs> yeah. Get Ludwig Gorenson. <laughs> All right. So then um, our next day on property, we went back to Disney Springs. We did Jock Lindsay with our friend Alaska. And um, the waiter asked us immediately if we wanted to do green tea shots. So like, he was looking to get turned. And we were like, this is pre-dinner drink it's not often where you get a server. Sunday, sir. Where a server comes up to us and is just like, you guys look like you're ready to party. We weren't. Yeah, we were not. We were not. <laughs> yeah, we were all Green like, oh. Yeah, that yeah. good. Healthy. I, I know. Healthy. I, I, I'll be damned if I didn't think about it. Yeah, we considered it for a second. Um, and then we went to Summer House on the lake. Um, this was a really... I would say it's very trendy. They are really like, this is like if the entrance to Epcot, if World Celebration is like Chipotle a la 2009, this is like, um, like Charleston 2019. Okay. Like trendy. They're, they're going for it. But like most cities already have a place like this. Wait, what's Chipotle 2000? The World Celebration. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, like lots of neon lights, lots of indoor uh, foliage, like there's a huge tree growing in the middle of it. Hmm. Um, it was kind of cold the night we were there, so we sat inside, um, lots of like wicker chairs, white, very white, very like cedar wood, white, white, white. It seemed a little like, I don't know how to say this, in a way. it's like, it seemed like too cool of a spot. For yeah, like, it, is like, very it, was ve it is very trendy that like, I don't think your typical like family going to Disney Springs is like, let's go there. It just seems too elevated. It, it gives, it gives the, the vibe of like a hip restaurant which disney doesn't really have i would say the closest they have to that which almost skews a little too hipstery for me would be like maybe stk or what's the other one edison. the edison maybe but like this actually feels like but edison feels like they're trying Ugh. to like make like a hip looking restaurant and this one seems like it just is you know yeah like it doesn't seem like they're they're kind of like I can't help but hear you it. describing this in like the Stefan voice. <laughs> the Disney hottest Springs place. hottest new <laughs> restaurant is Winter Summer House. Yeah, um, on the lake. <laughs> it is set up like exactly like Haleo. So you walk in there and like I'm thinking like they just reskinned Haleo for this. Like uh, the the layout is exactly the same, but where you have the bar in Haleo, it's they have a cookie bar, so it's all their cookies. And yeah, then, it's your love. And then to the right is like a, the, their bar. Um, and then they have another bar in the back. So they have two bars, which is very interesting. Three if you count the cookie bar. Yeah, three. <laughs> if you're just going to saddle up for some cookies, then you got another Can place. Can you actually to sit at the cookie I bar? I don't think so. I think it's like a window. I think it's kind of like a salt and straw where you like just go in and order. Sure. Um, so this menu is a 
celiac dream every single thing that they do on this except for three things can be made gluten-free um so i was like i'm doing the most like like something i would never be able to get at home gluten-free which was a fried chicken sandwich on like a big bun um and it was really good it was like too much like it was way too much food it was it was a huge portion um their fries are like the really tiny little shoestring fries and they are so good they are so good i would say the fries were a highlight yeah the fries were definitely a highlight i also got like these cheese puff like biscuits they're like biscuits like they look like biscuits but they're gluten-free they're made out of cheese and those were like they're like cheesy muffins almost those were very good. What'd you get to drink? Oh, that was where lavender you got the lavender haze. haze. I can't, I, I'm messing this up because, I, and I, I wrote it, it's in my notes somewhere, but at Flying Fish and at Summer House, I got like a derivation on a Manhattan and an Old Fashioned, and I can't remember which I got where. Both were good, but... Um, a man you got You got the Endless Summer Old Fashioned at Summer House. At Summer House, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Yeah, I, I will say that I wasn't blown away by the food. Um, I got a, uh, it was like a fried chicken platter yeah. of sorts. Um, I think it came with the French fries. The French fries were great. Uh, the drink was good. I liked our server, but I wasn't blown away by my entree. I, I would definitely go back. I, I wonder if it was just like a, um, not the not the right choice, but I would definitely go back to try something else just because I like the... I like the uh, what the ambiance, I yeah, guess. Yeah, no, and, it was the... it was nice. I would love to go back, like when the weather is more appropriate to maybe sit out on that because I didn't really get a sense of how deep the outdoor mm. seating was because I know that you know the views are great because you're right, like kind of in the little cove of Disney Springs there. And it would be a cool place to just pop in and sit at one of the two bars uh, just for a drink or, yeah. or whatever. And I want to say the bar in the back might have like. It might be like, you know how Frontera Casino has like the backside of the bar. Like it, I think that it might kind of be like that. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I feel like I have to go back just cause the menu is like made, like it's really, I can have almost everything on yeah, the menu. And that's so great. that's, that's a key. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would definitely try it again. Um, so then after that we were like, I was just like, I just want one beer and Raglan Road had a gluten-free beer and i was like yes we're gonna go there yeah what is it the it's the one that is yeah like red, red bridge red bridge i think it's called um and we went into the bar there i have never been inside that establishment in my entire life um yeah very, that's another one that we went in yeah. there and it felt like flying fish they were like we would love this why don't we go here i know <laughs> i know um people so, swear but there are people who yeah, are like, love yeah, Ryan Road, like, have to go have there every to trip do, yes Um, but yeah, so we sat at the bar there, which I didn't really know about the indoor bar. I just kind of knew there was an outdoor bar and they were out of the gluten-free beer. So I just had to get an espresso martini. Oh, shucks. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Got to watch a, I mean, didn't plan it, but like, I guess they just do this all the time. Like a very impressive Irish step dancing. Yeah, that's their thing. Sure. I mean, (laughs) but like... That's like going to Rainforest Cafe and being like, could you believe these animals come alive every 20 minutes? <laughs> Go to T-Rex and like, guys, you won't believe this, but the uh, meteor shower hit. The dinosaurs start going wild in there. The one time we ate there, uh, we sat right next to the stage. Mm-hmm. That was cool. So Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I'd like to go back. Yeah, I would too. They the food was meh. Yeah. They do a they do, they do a gluten free fish oh. and chips, oh. which is like you know something else that like I probably will never be able to have again unless it's in Disney World and they modify it. Um, but yeah, that was that will that is somewhere I would like to return. But I I, I say a promising start to your yeah. gluten free <laughs> journey at, yeah. at on Disney property. I, it does it makes it really depressing to come back to York, Pennsylvania, where the <laughs> options are basically like Chipotle or a Doritos Locos Taco at Taco Bell. <laughs> Doritos Locos Taco is gluten free. All I can have. Wow. <laughs> and I'm... otherwise, I'm getting steak or pizza if it's gluten free. So. Yeah. There's but, a nice, well, no, whatever. I'm not going to talk about the gluten-free options in our hometown. Please, I do feel like you'll you'll probably, that's something you'll be able to grow in and you'll figure out more things that you can do and that yeah. you like yeah. and that will, I mean, it, it'll take time, but. Branch. Yeah. Yeah. But it makes going to Disney more sweet because I was yeah. very much looking forward to going because I knew like, there are restaurants where I, like, really can't have anything. So it was nice to know anywhere I went, I would at least have, like, a few options. So, yeah. Anything else of note on our, on our trip? You know, did you have any of the cookies at the cookie bar? I was so full. And there's only, and I only one gluten-free. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, I did I think it's just a regular chocolate chip. Yeah. I, and I was super full, too. Yeah, we, were, had both, we were considering. I dipped into a Reddit post about this, and... People were vicious with each other going back and forth between the cookie bar and Gideon's and like, oh, which one's better. Really? To be even in the conversation mm, with Gideon's yeah. is a compliment. Yeah. Really? I've, um, I've heard that, uh, I, I've heard that Summer House cookies are, are very good. I, I will. Some people were swearing by it. I do like how you can just go get the cookie and like, you don't yeah. have to like eat there because really that meal was very, I, I mean, I, I had. I had leftovers, so I did not have room for a cookie. Yeah, and it's Gideon's all... offer gluten free. No. Oh. One point for yeah. uh, Summer House. Yeah. Also, um, <laughs> don't have to wait uh, yeah. nearly yeah. the amount yeah. of time that you would yeah. to get into Gideon's. Uh, so another point for Summer House, but yeah, definitely. We'll see how the cookies taste next time we go. <laughs> see how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> I was gonna say that. <laughs> Let's get ready to crumble. Well, crumble is a different cookie. They don't, Disney doesn't have a crumble yet. I wish. Well, no, whatever. Anyway, um, anything else? No. No, I think it was a it was a good show. It was a it was a nice long weekend. It was yeah, good stuff. Weather was nicer than it is here. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I, mm. Yeah. I hope uh, everyone. We got quite a a bit of snow. Um, here nothing crazy i mean we got like what would it all six told? inches maybe yeah. oh really yeah that's that much yeah, yeah but i know that you know, we've got listeners in the northeast of the united states and in canada that probably got slammed with this most recent storm so hope y'all are staying warm and whatnot <laughs> all right well cheers cheers, cheers. thank you for listening to wdw happy hour Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers.